Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career, but you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome, this is Kitty Boytnut of Teachers in Transition and Boytnut Coaching, and this is episode 55 of the Teachers in Transition podcast and YouTube channel. If you've listened to this podcast before, you will know that I alternate topics. I speak to stress management uh, one week because I happen to be a stress management coach, I also speak on alternate weeks to career transition and job search strategies because I'm also a trained and experienced career transition and job search coach. So this week we're talking about career transition and the added challenge of changing careers or looking for a new job during the middle of a pandemic. As I have advised my clients, this is a time when you need to adjust and modify your expectations because the fact of the matter is, with so much uncertainty, not knowing exactly when, um, not not if, but when, the economy will start to uh, fire back up and and companies will start to hire again and and restaurants will be open again and, and some semblance of normal quote-unquote life gets back on track whenever that happens to be maybe as late as midsummer or early fall before companies start to feel comfortable about bringing on brand new employees the advantage that you as a job seeker have if you happen to be in that category that you're thinking about changing your career or looking for a new job The advantage that you have is right now, during this sort of period of lull, you have an opportunity to really like work hard on getting your resume up to speed and getting it ready for prime time when the time is right. Learning the skill of writing a compelling cover letter that will actually get read instead of tossed into the trash. You've got time to be working on creating a complete and stellar, optimized LinkedIn profile. You have time to be learning what you need to know about interviewing well, and all of those are the basic parts of any 
job search or career change. Resume, cover letter, LinkedIn, and interview skills. There are also other skills that you need to know about, however, and I teach these skills as part of my Jumpstart Your Job Search 2.0 program. You need to learn how to write your resume for the applicant tracking system. You need to understand what the applicant tracking system's purpose is and how you can work with it and on occasion, how you may need to work around it. You need to understand the importance of rebranding yourself. When you're creating your LinkedIn profile, you want to create a profile for the person that you are becoming or the person you aspire to be professionally, not the person that you were in the past. And you need to keep that in mind. That's part of the rebranding process, thinking of yourself differently because what you aspire to do and be and have in your future career may be very different from what you've been doing for the past or in the present. So these are all important parts of a job search as well as networking. And you have the added challenge right now of needing to know how to network virtually since nobody's meeting in person. It's not even recommended that you meet in person. You would be not doing your part if you were to try to meet someone in person for a networking or coffee date. Everything right now needs to be done virtually. And that means to the extent that you need to, you use the social media platforms that are available to you. LinkedIn is certainly top of line as far as professionally interacting with and networking with people in the industry that you're interested in joining or the career that you're interested in pursuing. But other platforms are viable as well. Facebook, uh, every company has their own Facebook company page. So you need to check that out and follow it so that you can learn what the uh, employees and customers are saying about it. And Twitter as well. Twitter has a, almost all companies, all major companies at least, are going to have a, a Twitter page. And the others as well, Pinterest, Instagram, you name it, there's going to be, if it's, a, if it's a business that has any kind of footprint uh, in social media platforms, you'll be able to find that company's page on one of those platforms that you've been using. And the reason you want to follow those companies on those platforms is that on occasion, you'll find out that they are hiring or getting ready to hire quicker on Facebook or Twitter than you might even on LinkedIn. Because they start you know, sort of an informal chatter back and forth on those social media platforms, as opposed to posting a major announcement about hiring a thousand employees in an area. Um, on LinkedIn. So do follow Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as LinkedIn. Follow the companies and to the extent that it's possible, connect with on LinkedIn people within the company. Now you've got to be careful how you do that. You don't want to just go click, connect, click, connect, click, connect to, to all the people that you might like to be. Uh, first tier connections with. You want to send a customized message and you want to be careful about 
indicating that you're on the prowl for a new job because that may be a turnoff. You also wanna be careful about looking like everybody else. Recently, as a business owner, I've been getting a lot of the same kind of tired old messages from companies that are reaching out to me because I'm a coach, because I have a business presence on LinkedIn, and almost all of them to the person are writing from a template that says, I'd love to talk to you about how I can help or let me know how I can be of assistance to you and your company. And I've stopped, I've stopped responding to any of them. I, they don't set themselves apart. They don't make me interested. They're, I'm not curious about what it is they have to offer because they are looking and sounding like everybody else. They want to sell me something and I'm not interested in buying anything right now. So I'm not going to respond to those messages. So you need to figure out a way to make yourself stand out, not in a quirky or, or a weird kind of way, but in an interesting, unique way that would make someone who is sitting at home working from home right now instead of in, sitting in their office, if they, if they run across your invitation to connect, you want to be authentic. You want to be sincere. You want to be honest without saying, I'm looking for a job. You may say something like, um, hey, John, and you can call them by their first name. On LinkedIn, we're all pretty much the same. Hey, John, I see that you work for, fill in the blank of the company. I am interested in, and, and by this point, you wanna be specific about what it is that they do, their mission, their vision, their customer service, whatever, but be very specific. I'm not I'm interested in a new job, or I'm looking to get employed by, I'm interested in, and fill in the blank with something specific. Because that will indicate that you know something about the company and that you have a genuine interest. Now that means you may need to do some research before you ever send that connection request. And I urge all of my clients to do lots and lots of research about companies that they're interested in working for, uh, industries that they're thinking they might be interested in joining, or people who work for those companies. And there's certainly lots of information online. There's no reason why you wouldn't be able to know about a company's specific mission, their vision, a specific challenge they're facing, a specific goal they're trying to meet. So you would fill in the blank with, I'm interested in, and fill in the mission, the vision, the challenge, the goal, whatever. And then all you need to say beyond that is, I'd love to add you to my LinkedIn network, or I'd love to join your LinkedIn network, or I'd love to connect here on LinkedIn. And then you sign your name. And then you send the connection request. Now. Don't be hurt if you don't get a, an immediate response. People are busy. People are distracted right now. There's a lot going on. They may or may not be checking LinkedIn every day. They may not be checking it every three or four days. They may not be checking it but once a week, depending on how busy they are. If you don't hear back from them, don't take it personally. You know, but the thing is, nothing ventured, nothing gained. If you don't send out the invitation, you're certainly never going to be connected. So, it, you know, give it a shot. 
And don't be upset if you don't get an immediate response or if, if you don't get a response at all. There are plenty of other people on LinkedIn who work for that very same company that you can send a similar message to. And chances are several of them are going to respond. Now, I know this strategy works because just recently a client of mine told me that she had connected with, and this is, this, stay with me now because it was kind of a long string of connections. She started with listening to me on a summit that I, I was on a few months ago. I had invited my clients to take a listen to this particular summit. She had not only listened to my interview, but she had listened to some of the other interviews. She had reached out through LinkedIn to one of the individuals who was interviewed by that same person who did the summit. That individual that she reached out to had responded and accepted her request and they had started communicating through LinkedIn back and forth. Through that connection, she was then either introduced to or found by someone out in California, she's, she's down south, someone out in California who was interested in what she was doing and reached out to her through LinkedIn. They became connections through LinkedIn. One thing led to another. They've been on the phone two or three times since then just to chat about what each one of them is up to. Now, she's not, she's not got a job, but she is establishing relationships. And a relationship on LinkedIn is very much like tossing a pebble out into the middle of a pond. You don't know where the ripples are going to finally wind up. So use, your, use the virtual technology that we have LinkedIn, as well as other virtual networking opportunities that may pop up. Um, do get yourself on the list for your alumni association. They may be doing some virtual happy hours or get-togethers. Do find organizations that may be doing webinars or seminars or face-to-face -face, uh, uh, Zoom meetings that you might be able to get yourself invited to or on the calendar for. The main thing is to stay active virtually during this time when you can't be out and about meeting people in person. And then when the time comes that you can get out and meet people in person, you will have already established a rapport. You will already have uh, hopefully developed some good a sense of goodwill. And then people will be more willing to meet with you in person and help you to find what it is that you're looking for. The bottom line is, during this time of uncertainty, we have to adjust to the situation that we have. We don't have any control over when or how all of this is going to be resolved. Uh, you know, the predictors are from, you're know, gonna open up the 1st of May to we may still be closed down all the way into the fall, who knows? And there's the possibility of opening up too soon and then having another wave where we have to lock down again. We don't know how any of that's going to play out. And if you're listening to me today, I'm going to suggest that you're probably not one of the people who will be making those big decisions. You're just trying to figure out in your own life how to make a change, how to change your career, 
direction, how to find a new job during this um, strange time in our history. And what I'm suggesting is that this is a good time, in spite of it not being such a great time, it's a good time to be using your time wisely for laying the foundation, creating the relationships virtually, getting your resume ready so that when people do want it, you'll be ready to shoot it to them in, in a heartbeat. Learn how to write that compelling cover letter that, again, doesn't look like a template of everybody else. You want to look different. You want to be authentic. You want to be unique. Otherwise, people just aren't going to read it. So do what you can now to lay the foundation, create the plan so that when things do start to open up again, you'll be ready. And also use this time for creating as many meaningful, I'm not suggesting that you just start collecting LinkedIn connections for the heck of co collecting connections. You need to make them meaningful and you, you need to establish a rapport and a relationship with the folks that you think you might like to meet in person someday down the road, if that's possible. So the main thing is stay in, stay well, be well, be healthy, take care of you, take care of your family. I wrote about the importance of helping your children with their stress if you have, if you're a parent who has children at home. We're all in this together, we will get through it. And we just have to be smart about how we use the time we've been given right now. And I'm offering that one way you can be smart is to start preparing for your career change now. Have a good week. Hope to see you next week. Until then, like I said, stay in, stay well, be healthy. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.